Welcome to the second hour of the summer run home. You've got Barney and Philpy with you for your Wednesday afternoon. Mark's here keeping things in order. If you missed anything in the first hour, and what a cracking first hour it was, Philpy, um, people can subscribe and listen to the Run Home with Joel and Fletch podcast available at Apple, Spotify, uh, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, what's your favourite podcast provider, mate? Paddy's Markets. Paddy, Paddy's Markets. Yeah. That's it's one of the lesser known ones, but very good. Um, or you can just download the SEN app. The SEN app I love. I was uh, When uh, we were away on a road trip, I had the SEN app going uh, pretty regularly unless I had no uh, internet reception. Were the family okay with it? Like, nope. No. Because <laughs> my wife started to get Jack at a big bash. Like, yeah. Uh, she's like, again. And when the test was on and then you roll into a big, like, you know, it's just she's just like, it's never ending. See, the thing with my, at my house, my wife is uh, she will let me, and I always forget, every summer I always forget. Start of summer, she's like, yeah, yeah watch the big bash. Watch the cricket. You can spend all day watching test cricket. As soon as the tennis starts, she's a tennis tragic, oh, right. she will not turn it from the tennis. Okay. So it is like, so now I'm basically paying for all my early cricket that I watched all, all the first part of summer because uh, the like back the end of January is all tennis. No, you, you no, like, I like the tennis, yeah. but it's, I mean, let's be honest. If I'm going to choose between the tennis and the cricket, I'm going, uh, going cricket every time. Uh, we should say a welcome though. Now joining us, uh, is our New Zealand listeners, Philpy, yeah, okay. uh, a big cura and good evening to those of you, uh, joining us from across the ditch. If any, if at any point you want to get involved, give us a call one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Or text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Or what's the is it? What's the number for New Zealand texters there, Mark? Is it double eight double? It is double eight double three. Double eight double three. That's so that's eventually. That's that's the whole lot of the numbers. Double eight yeah, double three. Double eight double three. They can text in and say Kiora and good evening back. Um, <laughs> I feel like somewhere in New Zealand, someone's phone number is just seven. Yeah, well, like, obviously. <laughs> like if this double eight double three is the number for a radio station, then. And that's a new number, oh, It's right? a mobile number, too. Oh. It's a number you can text. <laughs> Goes directly to Philippi. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Double, eight, double eight, double three. You know what? If you're in New Zealand, text him. What's the longest number you've ever had to put into a phone? <laughs> Please don't switch off. We love you. Uh, Mark, it's probably time to talk some sports. Time for this. It's a Schnitz Schnugget Sports Schnupdate. Got that winning taste right now? Schnitz. Handcrafted schnitzels, made fresh, made just for you. All right. The 13-man squad has been announced uh, for the West Indies' first test. So the lineup looks like it will be Usman Khawaja and Steve Smith opening the batting. Manus Labashain at uh, number three. Cameron Green in at number four, which is his preferred position. Travis Head at five. Mitch Marsh at six, Alex Carey seven, and uh, with the gloves on. Then into our uh, tall timber, the fast bowlers. Mitch Stark at eight, Josh Hazelwood at nine. I don't think Josh Hazelwood's batting nine. I think we're gonna we're gonna switch that round. I reckon <laughs> it'll be Mitch Stark, Pat Cummins, Josh Hazelwood, Nathan Lyon, and I reckon Nathan Lyon's gonna fight to be at ten instead of eleven. Well, but that that's that's the eleven. We got Scotty Boland and Matty Renshaw in the squad. Scotty Boland as the backup uh, bowler, and obviously Matty Renshaw as the backup batsman. What do we make of that squad, boys? Yeah, look, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because it they do have that run. You know, there's been that thing for years about it's harder to get out of the Australian team than it is to get in the Australian team, and they don't tend to pick outside. That and I, you know, I was saying earlier before we were on air was that like Steve Smith only just recently put his hand up. So before he did that, like I remember it was interviewed. Shane Watson sort of suggested Shane Watson. So as I understand it, Shane Watson sort of said the rumours he was hearing was that Steve Smith wanted to do it. Yep. 
Um, and then I believe it was a radio station, um, that, you know, that's probably lesser than this one. Uh, <laughs> their number six, four, yeah. six and five. It costs you seven cents a day. <laughs> um, that the that was put to him, uh, you know, post uh, post day of Test cricket in an interview, and uh, he said, "Yeah, I'd love to. I'd I'd be, I'd be keen to put my hand up." Who was opening before that? Like before Steve Smith said. They, they, it's, so what I'm saying is the selectors didn't have Steve Smith as the opener until he said, oh, I'll open. And then they're like, oh, finally. Yeah, it, that is a we, that's a good point because it's not like like the whole first part of the summer was all this talk about Dave Warner getting his farewell three tests. So they knew Dave Warner wasn't going to be interested in playing these West Indies tests. He was, he was saying he intended on hanging it up after the, after the third test. So it, it does – it is weird that – that, that that was sort of one of those things that didn't it was, get decided to late. It was like the internal job interview where they've gone, all right, we're only going to comply within, that's it. And yeah, then yeah. through uh, post-match interviews, there was like Labashane saying, no, nah, no, nah, Mitch Marsh, no, no, thanks. Travis said, no, nah, I'm happy where I am. It was like they were just slowly eliminating people through the media. You know? it's like, <laughs> so, yeah, it's like they went to um, – it's like they went to uh, – they went to – like at Macca's. And they've gone, look, you're doing well on the fries, but do you want to come flip burgers? And they, no, 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 I'm a fries man. No, no, I love the breakfast shift. I get to do hash browns as well as fries. And then finally Steve Smith was like, you know what? I do want to see what it's like to flip a Big Mac. Yeah, I can, see how it goes. I can do front desk and drive through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can do both. Well, I'd love to don the headset. It all, it's almost back to the wedding topic again. It's almost like trying to eliminate who you get to your, bring to your wedding. Like they've just kind of gone, right? Who who do we get? Who does who do we leave out? Yeah, and yeah. Whatnot. Um, Cam Green at four. Um, it's a risk. I'm a massive Glenn Maxwell fan. And if you brought in another, like after that 200, no. well, no, after the 200 that he scored. Uh, in, in a completely o- different format. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I'm aware of yeah. that. But like having a bloke like that in your in your team, like I just feel like. Um, but you, I know why you're a Glenn Maxwell fan. Glenn Maxwell, uh, in the last uh, year and a half, has uh, broken his leg at a New Year's Eve party at his <laughs> at his teacher's uh, teacher's birthday, and then uh, fallen um, and concussed himself off the back of a golf cart. Philpy, I agree. Yeah. Glenn Maxwell seems like a lot of fun. Um, and he'd be a good guy to have around the squad. Yeah. I just don't think you pick him in front of Cameron Green at this point. There's been heaps of like chat about how the West Indies are hopeless too. Don't you reckon? Like this, all I've heard about is, oh, look, we're only playing against the West Indies. In that case, why did we? Why did we just not pick another player? Yeah. Uh, like, why don't we just go with ten? Going handicapped. Well, yeah. you reckon? You reckon? Or just offer? Well, maybe Scotty Boland wants to play for the West Indies. <laughs> you know how you do that in mean, the, oh, the other team's short in junior cricket? Yeah. yeah, We'll give you one of ours. Shirts and no shirts. Yeah, yeah. let's oh, even this up. You guys are short. We'll give you Boland. Um, <laughs> I'll give him Renshaw. We'll keep Boland because Boland's got the ability to rip yeah. through an attack, whereas Renshaw, a lot of promise. Um, <laughs> not much ah, delivery. Boland, 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 yeah, I'd, I'd take... I mean, Renshaw's, Renshaw's a good cricketer. And I look, I, I do feel sorry for these guys who are like the, the specialist openers, if you will, who've said, you know, that, that have basically been looked over because Steve Smith's happy to go up the order. But Steve Smith is the kind of character who likes to have a project to work on. Like he's a, he's a fidgeter in his game. He yeah. likes, always that likes to have something to work on. So, you know, Steve Smith, since this was decided, you know, he's in the nets. He probably still in right now. I'd wager Steve Smith is in the nets. He's insisting people only bowl new balls to him. Like yeah. after, nah, you bowled that three times, get a new one. Right? Yeah. So he's doing it like baseball. 
If it, if if the ball, the bat hits the ball, new ball. Thank you very much. Or do you reckon his team? Because you know he, he paces. He's always like when he's waiting to come into bat, he's he'd be punished to be in the dressing room around. And do you think that like they've just gone? Let's just move him up to opener. He's got no time to sit there and do his own head in. <laughs> yeah. Let well, him bat. And then he... maybe it is for the sake of the rest of the team because he would be a punish while yeah. he's waiting to bat. I'd imagine. Because once he gets out, he heads out the back and has a sleep on one of his koala mattresses. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, right. Anyway, yeah. He's back in the nets. He's taking the poor <laughs> net bowlers. Oh, I just need to go fix whatever I got wrong. Yeah. So we, he's after we demolish uh, the West Indies with only ten players, we, we head to New Zealand, don't we? Uh, yeah, I, do, I believe we do. Now, uh, on, just on this, um, there's, there's been some controversy. A lot of people saying that um, that uh, Bancroft was unlucky to miss out. Some there's been a suggestion from some quarters, not anyone here, that um, maybe he was blacklisted because of Sandpaper Gate. Um, I'd point out personally that he did play test cricket after Sandpaper Gate. He just um, didn't have great form and couldn't hold his spot on the side. And, um, well, Usman Khawaja took the opportunity and has held that spot ever since. But um, Australian cricket selected George Bailey, well, he had this to say. A number of factors. I think um, first and foremost, regard in which we we hold Cameron um, and – I think the way the the rest of that batting order is is functioning um, left us feeling like that we have someone who we think is pretty talented who potentially was going to find it hard to to get any Test cricket in in the next um, in the next period twelve months or so. So um, you know, trying to trying to work out a way and and not and you know, I don't think that's going to be particularly beneficial for for Greeny. Uh, and I think we can get a lot of benefits out of him playing. So working through some of the solutions to that and how he could potentially slot in and where that could be. Um, I mean, Steve, Steve's obviously motivated and energized and, and keen to do it. There were plenty, uh, plenty within the team who uh, were pretty keen to go on record and say that they weren't keen to do it. So it was refreshing that um, Steve had come forward and, and said he wanted it. And it was something that, you know, would, we'd been chatting about in the background as a, as a selection panel um, with the coaches as well. And with Pat just around, you know, who, if you were going to rejig it, what some of the potential options were. Yeah. So I think they're pretty clear that they, you know, there's nothing to do, nothing to do with um, Bancroft or any of the other specialist openers is when you've got a guy who's willing to put his hand up, who um, I think it was pointed out this morning on SEN. He, if he goes out in the first two overs, his average is over a hundred. Okay, so he's yeah. he. It's not like he's incapable of facing the new ball. Um, like I said, I, I kind of like it in that he seen, strikes me as a guy who likes a project. He likes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, DIY is he? Mate, he's. I reckon when he retires, he's going to have like the. He's going to be that bloke that has three Renos on the go. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's going to have a half done kitchen when he's decided to remodel the the den, and then also he's building the kids a half done cubby house out the back. Like he's just going to be. <laughs> he needs a project, this guy. Which I think that's a that's a uh, that's. I don't think this is a bad move. I'd like to see it for. I mean, let's just see how it works for this. Um, this test series. I guess so. I guess I'm disappointed that um, Steve Smith didn't release one of those videos where he doesn't blink, you know, where he had to announce. Oh, his hostage uh, videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. He's yeah. like, there's his two hobbies, playing cricket and releasing hostage videos. Yeah. And 
if this keeps him off social media. Hi, <laughs> oh, it's Steve Smith here, and he's not blinking, and he's yeah. like, I've got to tell you something. So, oh, mate, yeah. it's because when you sleep as well as you do on a koala mattress, <laughs> you don't need to blink during the day. Your eyes are closed enough during the night. Um, now, in other news, the uh, Steve Smith will return to captaincy for the three ODI matches against the West Indies. Uh, uncapped fast bowler Lance Morris has been named in the 13-man squad, along with uh, Jai Richardson, who's uh, also his, his WA teammate. Uh, Pat Cummins and the pace bowlers Mitch Stark and Josh Hazelwood, uh, as well as Mitch Marsh, have all been rested from the Dead Old One Day series, uh, while uh, Marcus Stoinis has not been named. Which, um, I d- do we think that's unlucky, Stoin not getting his... Uh, He's probably doing a photo shoot of some um, some description. Wow. Big, or bicep curls. Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 100%. Good um, sort. Um, he'd have a helicopter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'd, Easy. He'd have a helicopter. He'd sure. have a helicopter, mate. Well, Stoinis didn't get in the um, – he was left out of the World Cup uh, back end of the tournament, wasn't he? Yes. Um, so, so he wasn't playing. But he was in that squad. He's there and thereabouts. He's a useful player. I don't know. Is it um, – I'm, I haven't um, paid enough attention to see what sort of a BBL series he's had. Maybe he's not in great form. But he's another one who gives you options because he, he bowls well. Um, when he's in form, he, he can be a devastating batsman. So yeah, um, that's that's an interesting one. But with all these people, oh, unlucky to be left out. I It does feel like it. Um, it's a good thing for Australian cricket. When you've got this sort of a situation where you've got enough blokes that can do the job that you're leaving out blokes. You go, Oh mate, he can do it. Yeah. But then also, well, yeah, we've, if we've got 20 blokes that can do it, you can only put 11 on the side at a time, 11 on the field at a time. It's very similar to Pakistan at the moment. Cause like, you know, Shaheen Afridi, you know, they've rested him. <laughs> How long yeah. has he been? He's got to be having a good rest. <laughs> Shane. He got four days rest oh, and now they still haven't done anything. Yeah, except he was out. I went to the cricket. He was out running every break there was. <laughs> and him out there running around. He in looked the, like he was moving well too. In the BBL for Stoinis, so he's had six innings. He's only had one wicket, um, uh, an average of 101, economy of 10. And then batting seven innings, 119 runs. So a strike rate of 135, average of 23. Okay. So it's... Yeah, it's not. He's not. It's not laying the world up. Yes, he's not pushing pushing the argument. Um, although that batting, I mean, depending where you're batting in the BBL, that's not too bad. Um, yeah, so the ODI squad: Steve Smith is captain, Travis Head vice captain, Sean Abbott, Nathan Ellis, Cameron Green, Aaron Hardy, Josh Inglis, Manus Labuschagne, Glenn Maxwell, your man. Yep. Um, so you know it'll be a good time. Uh, <laughs> Lance Morris, Jai Richardson, Matt Short, and Adam Zamper. I think that. I mean, once again, I think that's a that's a pretty uh, pretty strong squad to take on the West Indies. Um, it's just a shame we can't. Uh, I mean, we. You don't want to take on uh, Pakistan because I know their best bowlers rested. That's right. So, yeah. <laughs> is there anyone that um, like? I mean, that's an obvious squad, right? That ODI squad there. But is there anyone from the Big Bash that you blokes like have looked at and potentially not someone who's necessarily played for Australia before, but someone who's sort of on the fringe of? I would say, um, is it uh, Bartlett, uh, the opening bowler for uh, Queensland? Uh, for the Br- Heat, Brisbane Heat. Yeah. It's yeah. good, good cricket knowledge from us here, isn't it? Yeah, no, uh, I'm, really. I'm, I'm thinking Xavier. See, but, Xavier. I, I'm a big fan of friend of the show, Lin, <laughs> yeah. Lin Sani. Really, Lin Sani, second highest run scorer in the BBL this year. I think Lin, he may have may have announced that he's not available for mm. national selection. Bring him back. He's he's he, I mean, obviously a devastating player when he's on uh, on his 
day and yep. pro- pretty much a T20 specialist these days. The other young, a young guy, Jake Fraser-McGurk, he was the, the player who got that. Yes, yeah, yeah. another and another very good batsman. Fifth yeah. highest run scorer in the BBL this year. So, so it's Xavier Bartlett. I was Xavier. right. Xavier Bartlett, right. yeah. yeah. He's been absolutely devastating with the ball. He got, um, against the Hurricanes the other night, he got two in and over. He was moving it like everyone was talking about Michael Nisa and mm. how he's going to start the game. And then Bartlett comes on. He's got a great change of pace. He's only young. I mean, in, in that team as well, everyone talks about Spencer Johnson. Yep. Um, but oh, huge raps on, on him. He leads like, the like, wicket-taking in BBL. the whole BBL, yeah, thirteen wickets for Xavier Butler. Yeah, I, I think though, like looking at the the bowlers, that, I mean, you got uh, Sean Abbott, uh, Nathan Ellis, um, Cameron Green, obviously bowls as quick as basically anyone, uh, maybe except for Lance Morris is in the side, and Jai Richardson. That those guys are all, you know, all uh, incumbents, if you will. Like Nathan Ellis was in the in the was in the ODI squad for the World Cup. Yep. Um, Sean Abbott, I mean, there's probably not, uh, no one's sort of made much better than him through the BBL in the last sort of four or five years. He's a really consistent performer. Um, Lance Morris, obviously the wild thing. People want to see him. Jai Richardson, once again, has been a consistent performer for a while now in Australia. Um, we have NRL news coming up later. We're going to be talking to Jaden Braley, but there's plenty more coming on. But right now we're off to a break. Stick around. Thanks to Schnitz. That is the uh, that is our sports update. Got that winning feeling? Taste right now. Schnitz handcrafted schnitzels made fresh just for you. Welcome back to the summer run home. You got Barney and Philpy with you for your Wednesday afternoon. I hope you're having as much fun as we are. This is uh, this is going so good today. I'm having an absolute ball, gentlemen. I think I'm just up and about because I know we're talking to Jalen Braid uh, Jalen Braden later. And are you Braley. also Jalen Braden? Braden. <laughs> I'm losing my mind, mate. This is how excited <laughs> I am. To be Guys, fair, you me, just just you... let me calm down before we talk to him, yeah. all right? Who? What did you say his name was? Jalen Braden. <laughs> well, to be fair, that's about 45 different people's names from the Central <laughs> yeah. Coast. Um, exactly. So you did you did name someone. I reckon there's someone driving. Going, What's that? More now? Oh, more. oh, I got to get my phone ready. Jalen Braden. <laughs> Going on. Oh. And you're up and about because your wife's committed to some kind of like cabbage based diet and uh, she wanted you to go yeah. along and she wanted to go on a crash diet. And, um, yeah, it's, it's some weird, one of those ones where you're allowed to eat as much of a certain thing as possible. And then each day you've got, you can have fruit this day or whatever. And, um, yeah, it's cabbage soup based. Oh, and yuck. I was like, I cannot in all good conscience eat mostly cabbage soup, then come sit in a small studio with you guys. <laughs> That's why the door's open, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. air conditioning's fine, boys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you uh, if you've been made to latch on to some fad diet like Barney, although Barney's rejected it, how did she go when you said, "Nah, nah, I'm not doing that"? No, it, it went all right because she, I think she got a bit defiant. So she's real. She's doubled down. She's going to commit to this. I reckon. Uh, yeah. All right. So she was like, "Right, then I'll do it." Then I'm just going to make my own dinner. That's fine. Well, this this is weird. My partner yesterday also said she's starting a new diet. Really? Which. It's called the 30-30-30. Okay. Um, okay. So apparently what you got to do is 30 minutes after waking up, yeah. you have to have 30 grams of protein and do 30 minutes of exercise. Okay. So, which isn't that difficult, but 30 grams of protein is about four and a half eggs. And that's every single morning having four, egg. four eggs, four and a half eggs. 
every yeah. single morning. Your kitchen's going to smell awesome. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. Who's boiling these eggs? Am I waking up to her? Mate, that's a scramble. You do that as a scramble. Or an omelette, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not making poachies every single morning. Nah, right? you can't. No, no. Or you could just smash one of those, like, um, <laughs> smoothie top. Yeah. Straight down, yeah. Just straight down, <laughs> like, egg it up. Um, a bit of eggy bread. That was the first thing I ever learned how to make as a, as a young... As a eggy young, bread? Yeah, you just... You just cut out a bit of t- like bit of bread, cut a hole in it, just chuck an egg in it, and then you're away. <laughs> yeah, I know. That one I'm ready, steady, cook. Um, but uh, yeah, well, give us a, if yeah, if anyone's making you start the year with some kind of fad diet like they have with Barney, yeah, shoot us a text oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Um, yesterday, the missus actually the start of the week. She's going back to work today, and she said, "What about you know? It's very hard once you're in the Christmas." Uh, and the new year kind of festivities of like, you've drunk every day for nearly four weeks and you're like, yeah. how do we wrap, how do we wrap this up? So she goes, oh, Monday, Tuesday, we won't drink. And then she went out about four o'clock yesterday and out of nowhere in our little cul-de-sac, uh, a game of cricket just cracked on. And there must've been 15 kids, dads everywhere. And then one dad cracked a beer and it was, you know what? That Tuesday was all over. I'm like, sorry, oh. as you're telling that story, all I heard was the theme tune to Neighbours. <laughs> Picture in bouncer coming down it the was, street. It was, yeah. Dog oh. stole the ball. But, uh, yeah, let us know if you've been <laughs> dragged along into a diet of some description. Yeah, plenty of people getting involved on the text line, including uh, people from across the ditch. Uh, get this one. Kiora lads, we love listening to you and your humour and entertainment in Hearn Bay from Harlem Shine. So <laughs> That feels like it was written by ChatGPT, that text. No. We love listening yeah. to your humour and entertainment. <laughs> it's a bit on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> I reckon you're right, yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, this one, Matt wants to know, what happened to the Newcastle Falcons, Philpy? You'd have been all over them. Mate, I loved it. Michael Johnson, uh, Butch Hayes. um, I loved that, mate. They were the days, weren't they? Down there at the stinky Newcastle and uh, basketball stadium. Yeah, talk about about no air conditioning. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Could get hot in there. Nathan Tinkler wanted to start up the Newcastle Falcons, but I think uh, he ran out of money. Uh, That's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Whatever happened to the Tink? Yeah, I'd, he's started tax haven. He's, there's, yeah. a, there's a bloke. There's a bloke at the tax office saying the same thing. I reckon. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. Get back to. I don't know who could be. Like, see, I, that's why I struggle with the NBL. And Lundy will love this Newcastle chat, but I can't go for an NBL team because there isn't a Newcastle one. And bring him back. Yeah. So I tagged onto the Wollongong Hawks, but they're rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's. That is Wollongong, isn't it? It's just. I'm a fan, so don't don't no, get no, on the text no, no, no. But it's the, like, it's yeah. the it's Newcastle's one, Wollongong two. Yeah, snake pit down yeah. there. You know, I'd like to see real snakes thrown into the environment yes. down there of some description. I like it. Um, <laughs> I like it. You know what? If you are from uh, if you are from uh, Wollongong, yeah. um, uh, get uh, get uh, get in touch because Philpy is going to fight a snake at one of the games. Oh, well, there was those blokes recently who smuggled in all those lizards from overseas. Like maybe they could take a few to a snake <laughs> to the Wollongong <laughs> game. The Hawks, get into it. All right, uh, we're going to the news. We're back with more. It's an NRL news update. Subscribe to SEN League on YouTube and the SEN podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yes, you're on the summer run home, uh, and uh, well, we're having a great time with thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai 2023 SUV sale event is on now, and it is time for some NRL news. Um, now, Philpy. Yeah. Former, former Broncos forward, Tavita Pangai Jr., has made a surprise appearance at Brisbane training. The Broncos? Uh, yes, fueling speculation he could be considering a return to the NRL. Is that today? That is today, spotted on the sidelines at Red Hill uh, Tuesday morning, so yesterday. 
um, as the Broncos sweated out on a searing summer's day. You know what, though? You can go, oh, is, is, he, is he trying to get back? Or I don't know about you, but if I was watching guys I used to work with really sweated out, I'd stand there and enjoy it too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's something enjoyable about that. Well, I've seen the photo of him, yeah. and he's behind the fence. Like, he's not... It's not on the field. He's wearing some maroon, so maybe that's where whoever took the photo is like, oh, here's a story. But that's I think that's just the colour all T-shirts go once you spend a bit of time in Queensland. I think so, yeah. They, that's, there's something in the water up there. They just go, you, oh, bleed maroon, mate. It's the daylight saving thing. That's yeah. the, whole, <laughs> the whole thing. They don't want to um, change the curtains. But, yeah, look, and he's standing with a bunch of kids. So, like, I think there's nothing to this story. Um, I've got some breaking news for you out of the South Sydney Rabbitohs yep. uh, camp today. Um Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, it was Isaiah Tass uh, and Kalamatangi. Yeah. Um, hot chocolates today at the Heffron Centre at uh, South. Uh, oh, I was in there. Ooh, I was in there. You're the, in there. If, you, if you're ever down that way. Is this a spotted, a filthy spotted? It is, yeah. A mate of mine, uh, Ricardo, absolute legend, he owns the Burrow Cafe in, inside the Heffron Centre. There's a plug. and uh, yeah, doesn't miss a plug, does he? And he's yeah. unreal. He feeds the players and everything. And uh, we're standing in there. And then all of a sudden, Kalamatangi comes out. And there wasn't many people in there. And he's like... What do you reckon, boys? Hot chocolate? <laughs> hot like, chocolate? Oh. That's a weird call on a day to day. Thirty degrees, yeah. yeah. Ice chocolate, please. I was, I was in there, and uh, a good mate of mine uh, is uh, Joel McDermott. He said he was just listening, so I thought I'd give him a shout out. He's always hanging around out the front too. They're actually very like I'm a uh, as we've probably mentioned nine hundred times in here from Newcastle. I'm a yeah, who fan. do you go for, yeah, mate? The red and blue. Um, but I live up the road from that Heffron Centre, and the players are very welcoming. Like they're. Like kids will wait out the front after they've trained. You can go in and watch them train. It's uh, it's a fantastic facility. The excellence there at uh, at Heffron. Yeah, yeah. There, there is some uh, generic, not generic. There is some other actual news though coming out of uh, Panthers. Yes, uh, Zach Hosking, uh, of course, uh, used to play in Newcastle. Sorry, I mentioned it. He's just been released by the Penny Panthers uh, and immediately gone straight to the Canberra. tourist. He's going to Canberra. Canberra. Effective immediately. Now, footy sides, footy teams aside, Penrith or Canberra, where would you prefer to live? <laughs> Ooh, I've not been to either, so you need to sell them both to me. Okay, oh, okay. You can sell Penrith, Philby. You sell Canberra. Okay. All right. All right um, Krispy Kremes. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I suppose they're everywhere now. Yeah. But, so, yeah, the original Krispy Kreme. Five guys. Five, what is it? Five guys. Burgers out at uh, out there at the Panthers as oh, well. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Um, water skiing. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a beach now. Um, is yeah. Yeah, there's a beach in the river. It's there's, more um, of a lake. But the, uh, <laughs> the indoor skydiving you can do at the Panthers there. Yeah, there's pokies. Um, quite a lot. Brandy. Yeah. Brandy's out there. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, Brandy. If you yeah. want to make a TikTok video... Uh, <laughs> You just hang out with Nathan Clue. You might see world. Mary Fowler just kicking a ball around oh, that in a park. Draw. That's myself for Penrith. Yeah. All right, give me uh, a Canberra. Canberra. What's your opinion on traffic lights? <laughs> Ooh, huge fan. Huge fan. Huge fan. Oh, okay. They've got some, All but right. mostly it's roundabouts. Oh, I don't. What do you feel about roundabouts? Different. In, what do you feel about uh, Ricky Stewart? Coaches that get angry. Oh, the weak gutted dog. Yes. Mm, I. I uh, Think he speaks his mind. Not sure he should. But. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys feel like the roundabouts were put in just for the summer nats? 
the roundabouts for some yeah, yeah burnouts just for burnouts yeah that's kind of how the roundabout started did you see that footage that was doing, did, doing yeah. the rounds on social that's media that's why Zach is going he's a yeah. big rev head <laughs> yeah. he's got yeah. a security job down at the summer nats so <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> just wants to bash he just wants to bash a few civilians stay in line at the summer nats wow. if, you're, if you're there because those security gods do not mess around oh incredible so there's summer nats and yeah. then there's um questicon questicon yeah uh there's um oh, there's uh, Fishwick. Fishwick. Yeah. Fishwick, you like fireworks? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I actually do like fireworks, and I find it weird that Canberra is the only place you're allowed fireworks, really. Really? Isn't it? That's, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. it's the only place you can buy them here. Buy them, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you could just have them. Like in the UK, you can have them everywhere. Well, yeah, really? New, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve around my house, apparently, you can have them everywhere. All right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a few unsanctioned, uh, few unsanctioned displays usually around my place, too. Um, yeah, so we think. do we think Zach Hosking, is that a good move? For, or do we do we know what was that expected? Is that just out of the blue? Do we? No, know? I so I got the message from Joel, who's currently on holiday, and he just sent it to us and said, "Because we're, we're a big fan, we've had we had Zach on before the grand final here on the run home, yeah." And I think when he came in during that grand final run this year, when Luai was out injured and and a lot of Panthers players were out injured, he came in and did a great job, and it seems to be everywhere he goes. He's able to He's be been, that contributing yeah. player. He's been fantastic. He was the Knights New South Wales Cup Player of the Year. They let him go. He ended up in Brisbane. He was outstanding. That short stay in Brisbane. Penrith got him. He'd been outstanding for them. He's going to be a great pickup for Canberra. Obviously, a lot of people have been uh, saying Canberra uh, sound like they're in for a bit of a, a longer season if you look at recruiting and whatnot. So that's a great buy for them. Penrith will have another seven or eight young kids coming through. So That's that's the thing with Penrith. Is it the, the factory out there just keeps... Rolling them out. Yeah. So, I mean, it would be hard if you're a, I mean, listen, he's better than a fringe player, but like, you know, one of those players who's not one of the, the big stars yeah. of that squad, it'd be hard to, to see where your future is going to be. Like they've got, they've got yeah, so much depth, I suppose that uh, maybe, maybe it is. I, I'd like to see him. I'm, I'm not a massive Canberra fan, um, but I, I would like to see him do well down there in uh, our nation's capital. Well, yeah, and the thing about Canberra, a lot of people are saying this. If you look at their roster, potentially they might battle, but they're like Ricky's done some super recruiting. I mean, we saw Ethan Strange make his first grade debut. Uh, obviously, scored a bunch of tries in the under 19s Origin match. Um, there's a, a, a bunch of kids coming through that team. There's a, a halfback that's in the Parramatta system that. Um, Canberra have got dibs on that they're potentially hoping to sign, who was the halfback in that game as well. Uh, another Ethan, uh, I can't think of his last name, but if they land a couple of those blokes, I think you'll find that they'll start to blood those blokes. Don't forget mm. Xavier Savage spent a bit of time in the Reggies, uh, you know, uh, last season, but he's a real player of the future. Yeah. So if things align for them, you know, losing Whiten might not be such a bad pro- problem. Ooh, there we go. Whiten, not a big loss. You yeah. can chalk that up to Steve Phil. There we go. <laughs> We'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, NRL news. You're on the uh, summer run home with Barney and Philpy and Mark pushing the buttons. We're back real soon. You are on the summer run home for your Wednesday afternoon. You're with Barney and Philpy and uh, the well, the tourist Mark is sitting in uh, doing all the hard work while everyone else is away over summer. Mark, it's good to have you back, mate. Yeah, it's good to be back. Back from the UK for the month and. The, the captain, Brooksy, he's away. I think he's still in Bali. He is. I've seen his Instagram. Uh, yeah. He just occasionally, he's at Mr. Sippy today. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Mississippi, where people get like 15 bintangs and then jump off that giant yes. platform. And... Has he um, has he, has he he proposed yet? Do we know? Oh, is, this, is that what you think? This yeah, is oh, thinking, this is we've been encouraging the callers. Oh, okay. On Monday, we were encouraging the callers. I think it's, his handle is Brooksy Nat, I yeah, believe. Brooksy Nat, yeah, yeah, yeah. On Instagram. Get on there, whatever he posts, just in the comments. If you can just post an engagement ring, ring. question mark, yeah. um, proposed yet, all that sort of stuff. Just... Let him know that we're thinking of him while he's uh, so while he's away. He's away with his missus. Yep. I think Ooh. that she's coming back to the to Australia once the holiday's over because he's heading off to the US. Oh, he is too for oh. Vegas. So that would yeah. be a hell of a way to propose and then say, "See you later. <laughs> I'm so, off to Vegas for two weeks." That'd be his bucks, right? Yeah, yeah straight into yeah, the bucks. Straight yeah, into yeah, the bucks. Solo That's bucks. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fantastic. It won't be solo for long if I know Brooksy. He'll find someone to drink with. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you want to get involved this afternoon, uh, give us a call, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. chat about whatever you want. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Australian cricket selections, um, the uh, the latest NRL news, whatever you want to chat about, or zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. People uh, chiming in on the line. Um, Gavin says it's good. It's a good move for Hoskins. Uh, we're talking about uh, Hoskins now has been released from Penrith. He's going down to the Raiders. Penrith have helped him sign the biggest contract of his career. Journeyman at Penrith always make way for the juniors. Um, or oh, signed off Ivan from Penrith. Um, <laughs> but his name's Gavin in the text. Yeah, I, lo- so, I love that. That's great. He's done his own little joke. Uh, Lundy says, SEN, sports and everything Newcastle. God, is that what it stands for? It's what it should stand for. Probably. Uh, there's another text here from Gavin, who the same Gavin I'm assuming from before. It says, Canberra have signed the Parramatta half. And that's Ethan Sanders, uh, who I was talking about before, who was the halfback for the New South Wales under-19s. Very good young player, like mm. a real organiser. So could fit in well in Canberra. They never really, like when they, even when they have an off-season, they never fall too far out of it, do they, the Raiders? They don't, like, you never hear, they're never really in the wooden spoon competition conversation in my memory no they managed to like even that semi-final against us where most pundits had even the betting and stuff was you know four or five bucks for them to win then they came out and almost won the game and probably deserved to win the game they got themselves in a position uh where they had a decent chance to hit kick a field goal and it, it didn't happen but um, Canberra in the news. Any other clubs in the news, mate? Are we like a West Tigers? Are they West happened? Tigers? West Tigers are in the news. They've oh, released. Uh, well, they've released. I suppose released is a nice euphemistic way uh, to say they, they're going Son's recruitment manager. Are they? Yes, they've they've uh, they've basically um, said. Well, new uh, new uh, CEO Shane Richardson said, uh, "Look, we're restructuring the club." Yeah. We don't need a recruitment manager. They got rid of him. They got rid of the wellness manager. Yeah. Because that's so ironic. The one thing I will say <laughs> is of all the criticisms you could say about that team last year is they, they did look well. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how you say the wellness manager is not doing their job because they looked very well. It says the gear steward's gone. Who Who's going to get their gear from now on? Like, uh, oh, it's carry your own backpacks, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Olam signed though. That's a that's a new one. Oh yeah, yeah Justin, Justin Olam signed. And they got Luai, which I think people were saying that they may have not been that much. But it's been it's been a tumultuous. Oh, it's never ending. Off-season. It's never ending, is it? It's uh, they should make it. They should really have their own TV show, shouldn't they? Like. They- they had yeah, they had tales from Tiger Town. Oh, that was, uh, that was Justin right. Pascoe's sort of yeah, baby. But, I like I mean, like a, I mean not a doco, but like a proper TV show, like like a reality uh, TV show type. Thing. Yeah, and make it like a competition, something I don't know, like this. Previously on West Tigers Survivor. 
After finishing the season with their second straight non-immunity wooden spoon, the West Tigers hire all of their staff for 17-year deals, only to slowly vote them out in a very public tribal council one by one. After winning the immunity idol, Benji Marshall appointed his tri appointed tribe leader. And he's also been appointed well-being manager and gear steward. And after convincing the three best tribe members from the other tribe to join his tribe, Benji also becomes recruitment officer. <laughs> this is West Tigers Survivor. What do you reckon? What I reckon? How did you hire an American guy to do the voiceover? <laughs> oh, that was a dodgy uh, was accent. But what do you yeah, look But that is that is like, yeah, if if any year you're gonna have cameras in there, these this is full of drama. <laughs> like in the uh, in the break, um, tourist, you were saying that the UK loved maths and that sort of Australian stuff. Yeah. But surely we could sell them something like this, like Tiger Town. Uh, I think if they got involved in the sport at all, it would be a miracle, to be honest. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Like it's it's, it's young blokes, shirts off. That's first thing. Is yeah, every oh, meeting, yeah, every off. team meeting's all shirts off, Benji Bo included. Boom boxes. Yeah, boom. So you get you get you get called in. So to start a season, all the players shirts off, sitting there. Shane Richardson shirt off. Benji Marshall shirt off. It's just the shirts off Tigers. Um, <laughs> Scott Fulton shirt on. Scott Fulton, put your shirt on. You're out of here. Yeah, that's the that's the oh, that's the way. They hand you a shirt. Yeah, they hand you a shirt. They don't not eliminate the buff. Your line. Yeah, not yeah. the buff like on Survivor. It's a, you get a shirt. You get a shirt. And you put this on. Get out there. It means it's the end of your career. You're looking for a job. Yeah. Next week on Survivor, more of the same crap. <laughs> really. <laughs>